This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Daly. Our guest this week is Karsten Timmy, CEO of Pivot Bio. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. Crop insurance, the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. AgriPulse Open Mic continues with Karsten Timmy next. Today's Open Mic segment is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net, providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. This is AgriPulse Open Mic. Pivot Bio was born a decade ago with a foundation based on university research into soil microbes providing nutrients plants need to grow. CEO Karsten Timmy says microbial science offers tremendous opportunities for increased productivity and sustainability. When a plant grows, it needs sunlight. It needs water. Um, we understand those things. And, and there's a third thing it needs that's an absolute requirement, and that's nitrogen, uh, because that's that's something that comes from the soil. Uh, it is it is the building block of DNA and protein, and ultimately the grain that we harvest. And and so being able to have nitrogen as as part of the equation of a, a healthy agricultural system, it's a challenge because we today use a lot of nitrogen in the form of fertilizer to help make agriculture work. And there are some side effects uh, of that 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 are going to be challenges for us as we progress across the next couple decades. Farmers need answers to improve the bottom line. Farmers also have had a mantra and continue to have that mantra of uh, being sustainable. Is the area of microbial science and even in the area of nutrition with Pivot Bio, are these roads that diverge? Uh, very much uh, convergence. Pivot, uh, our cause is to say, how do we help every farm be more productive and profitable in a way that is consistent year over year? How do we make it so that that farming operation can get passed down to the next generation? And and what are we doing to make sure that there's resilience in in our, our food system? And ultimately, the, the ripple effect is that the, the planet and our ecosystem is a, a little bit healthier. And there's a way to do that by tackling some of the, those side effects of using nitrogen fertilizer that I mentioned. The, the challenge with fertilizer is uh, about half of it can be lost to the environment in the, in the form of uh, runoff into our waterways uh, or uh, emissions as greenhouse gases. And, and that both has an impact on the resilience of our environment, but it also makes it really challenging to confidently manage uh, the nutrients on on every farm and the ability to get a consistent harvest every year. I was speaking with Dr. Marty Matlock at the University of Arkansas, and he was suggesting that nitrogen and the oxidization of nitrogen in the atmosphere is one of our most dangerous greenhouse gases. And that if we can find a way to keep nitrogen in the soil, it's possible that we could reduce the amount of nitrogen that we use by 50%. Exactly. And nitrous oxide is a very potent greenhouse gas. It's 300 times more potent than CO2. And it, it can persist in the environment for 100 years. 
So when fertilizer degrades to become nitrous oxide, it's, it's a real challenge. And I think the, the approach that Pivot takes is you know, if we could shrink an entire fertilizer factory into a microbe and into this probiotic that lives uh, on the roots of every crop, then the crop could self-fertilize. We could, we could produce that nitrogen just on demand, spoon feed the plant, and instead of putting uh, inorganic nitrogen in the soil and, and letting it degrade to become this nitrous oxide greenhouse gas, we could just put that ammonia straight into the plant and it could, it could turn it into the, the biomass, the, the grain that we harvest. And, and maybe that's a little bit better for both managing your farm and also not having this, this byproduct of nitrous oxide as a greenhouse gas. Let's rewind back into the 90s when we were looking at the beginning phases of genetic engineering and plant breeders realized it was possible. Farmers saw the, the, the advantage that could have from crops that would be able to ward off pests or be resistant to particular herbicides. But yet even then and still there is pushback to that technology. So from the microbial aspect of agriculture, how have you been received thus far? Where's there been pushback? And what opportunity do you see in microbial uh, science with regard to, to agriculture and crop production? We've seen uh, an excitement, uh, an excitement that really inspires uh, the team that I work with at Pivot. It, it, there's an opportunity with uh, products like ours, with microbes, to do things we've never been able to do before. So the, the limitation of using fertilizer is that we have to manage this big, bulky physical material. It, it weighs tons and tons. And that means the, the machinery we use to apply it to a field, it limits the times of the year when you can get into the field and, and manage those nutrients. And, and what we can do is design a product that, that shrinks that footprint. So instead of tons of big, bulky fertilizer, we're adding a handful of baker's yeast to an entire field. And then the microbes are breathing in the air around us and turning the nitrogen gas in the air into ammonia. And it's, it's real time. It's, it's something that it's not requiring active management by the grower. And I think that is, is just fundamentally exciting. It's a new opportunity, something that takes us a step forward as one more tool in the toolbox for managing every acre. Has the microbial area seen the pushback that other areas of technology have seen? This is this is a really interesting time because I we've got a, a few new lines of, of science and technology that are making it possible to uh, to um, to look at biologicals and, and at microbes as uh, a, a new tool in our toolbox. Um, DNA sequencing and microbiome science, uh, soil science that helps us peer below the. Um, the, the surface of the land and understanding the living components of soil. I, we've got a, a real powerful set of, uh, of new technologies that combine those with all our computational prowess um, these days. And, and we can really understand how microbes are kind of an extension of the crop itself. And, and they do really beneficial things to help promote crop health and soil health. And, and pivots part of, of that journey of that mission is, uh, to, to really highlight that nitrogen uh, as an essential nutrient for crops, um, we can do uh, a huge heavy lift in being able to produce that nitrogen using the crop's own microbiome. You have farmers that are using a product called Proven that Pivot provides. What is in Proven, 
And what results are you seeing in terms of nitrogen production by microbes? We designed our product. So it's, its whole goal is to simplify how you manage the nitrogen that your corn, wheat, sorghum crops require. So the Pivot BioProven is our product designed for corn. It gets added to a field at the time of planting. It's a liquid that contains a microbe, and that microbe is sprayed onto the seeds in the furrow as they're planted. As the roots of the plant develop, our microbe latches onto those roots. Uh, It's a natural part of that microbiome, and it starts making the enzymes that allow it to take nitrogen from the air and turn it into ammonia for the plant. The result is that about a fifth of the nitrogen that a corn farmer needs um, for that, or the corn crop uh, requires, is provided by the microbe. Is there a day coming when microbes will provide all of the nitrogen, let's say, that a corn, a sorghum, or a wheat crop might need? The science says yes. The The possibility is there that the plant can make uh, enough sugars so that it can power microbes to supply all the nitrogen it ever needs. And the way we've structured Pivot is we want to be able to quickly innovate new ideas and, and develop products that perform better and better. And and that means making more and more of the nitrogen a crop requires. And we want to get those in the hands of growers as fast as we can. So I think within the next decade, we'll be talking about a, a product from Pivot that can supply nearly all, if not all, of the nitrogen that that corn re- crop requires. So then can the microbial activity work with fertilizers if you can't now with microbes satisfy all of the needs of the crop can the two work together or is it still a one or the other it's entirely hand in hand complementary because uh, i think we look at it to say uh, you know ultimately uh, every grower knows their land best and and the ability to to produce a harvest every year is the result of a, a lot of complex decision making and and the more tools in the toolbox, the the better the result can be. So today, you know, if we're producing about a fifth of the the nitrogen that crop requires, that means eighty percent is still coming from the other nitrogen fertilizer options that that grower has available. And and all we're trying to do is make uh, that twenty percent uh, a little bit more dependable, um, produced just when the crop needs it, uh, uh, spoon fed to the plant, and and ensure that all that nitrogen produced is ending up in the crop. How much? And hopefully, it'll be a lot more than 20% over time. Washington's focus has turned to a climate-smart agriculture, sustainability, perhaps rewarding farmers either through government or through private enterprise with regard to practices that would sequester carbon, uh, certainly to protect the environment. How does this concept play in and... Can Washington, in some shape or form, assist moves in this new area of agriculture? Nitrogen is core to anything we want to do related to agriculture and and climate impact and long-term resiliency of our lands and our soils. And and there's some things that depend on the timeline of our goals. So if we want to have uh, immediate and permanent impact, being able to tackle nitrous oxide emissions and nitrate runoff every year that we can prevent those from happening are um, are benefits that are going to be with us forever. So every time somebody use, uses Pivot's products, we are preventing nitrous oxide and nitrate runoff from happening. And then on a longer time frame, nitrogen and the ability to convert more and more nitrogen 
uh, away from inorganic nitrogen forms in the soil and either into the crop or into organic nitrogen forms, the more we can lock away and, and retain our organic matter in the soil, uh, the carbon that we do want to sequester. And so the, the ability to have permanence on soil uh, carbon sequestration is entirely driven by our ability to lock that away with nitrogen as part of the, the solution. Are there areas of research where land-grant universities or where government could step in and prove a catalyst for this area? There's a lot of work we do today to, to work with universities across the United States and and drive a higher threshold of science around nitrogen. And part of that is is um, giving academic researchers uh, our products or our product concepts uh, to put through their paces to see what kinds of new insights we can generate, how we can elevate the bar on the role of microbes in the nitrogen cycle. I also think that there's a lot we can be doing to have a new layer of measuring, of being able to, to report and verify all of the benefits we're having on soil health and, and climate and, and, um, and water quality through new innovations that, that are um, coming at the academic level. What are some of the things that farmers have said about using your product and as they shift their paradigm toward the microbial activity to feed the plant as opposed to or along with other fertilization plants? Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll kind of start with a, a bridge from the concept of, of cleaner air and water. I, I, you know, I think that I, in the past, what I'd always hear was uh, sustainability meant pilot projects or maybe practices uh, uh, related to tillage, or uh, and 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 now um, what Pivot's doing, what uh, other innovation on the horizon is is offering is is the ability to use products that are climate friendly and advantaged for their long term impact on the health of our our ecosystem, and use those products in a way that has immediate benefits on the profitability and the the consistency of of managing that acre each year. The feedback I get is that using our products means there's a, a way to devote a, a portion of that nitrogen budget to a more consistent form of nitrogen that, that simplifies the, the management of that acre. From the microbial aspect of feeding the plant, there's more to it than just nitrogen. What about the relationship with phosphate, potassium, the micronutrients, and also maintaining soil pH? I think the thing that a lot of agronomists, a lot of, of growers are, are very um, uh, in tune to is that the healthier the plant, uh, the better capable uh, it is of, of acquiring those nutrients from the soil. And, uh, and I, I think that the health of the plant starts with the ability to, to build the, the best biomass, the, the best crop possible, and, and all of that is, is ultimately fueled by sun, uh, water, and nitrogen. I, I think what we've seen is uh, our job is to help uh, fuel the crop so that it is as healthy as possible and, and let it do its job of, of uh, working with the rest of the soil microbiome to get those other nutrients and, and be as uh, best positioned to produce uh, uh, a solid yield every year as, as we can. What sciences must develop in order to help you achieve the goal of 100%? It's something that I think pivot is where we are because of 
uh, advances in being able to read and write the the genomes of uh, uh, of microbes, and and being able to use computers and and all of the advances in uh, very advanced computation to to analyze what uh, the the code of DNA tells us, um, why a microbe is going to behave the way it does, uh, given the the environment around it and and the relationship with the plant. And, uh, and, and what we, what we try to do is, is we try to, to make it so that our microbes can capture as much of that sugar that the plant provides as possible, that they're as efficient as they can at making the enzymes, um, to drive nitrogen fixation, this, this process of converting atmospheric nitrogen into ammonia, and that they are as good as they can be at sharing that back with the plant. And, and it's, it's really, there's, three levers that our team tries to pull as we design products that are easier and easier to use and and more productive. Is genetic engineering of the plant something that can form an association with the microbial activity that you're generating in the soil? It's a good question. You know, the start of my academic research uh, was was really along those lines. it was at the, the very earliest days of a field called synthetic biology. And, and we wanted to ask a question, do we, do we know enough about that code of how a microbe fixes nitrogen so we could put all of those genetics into the, the crop as a trait? Could we, could we make it so that instead of a microbe producing nitrogen for the crop, the crop is, is maybe making its own nitrogen inside of the mitochondria uh, of its cells? And... And I think we realized that was maybe a, a, a bit of uh, a, a over-engineering a solution to the problem, that there's a really an easier um, path to producing the kind of products that Pivot builds today. Uh, and at the same time, I think there's opportunities either through breeding or, or engineering or even gene editing to be able to, to look at how crops use nitrogen. Um, can we make them a little bit more efficient at turning that nitrogen into biomass and grain? Farmers will suggest that the key to sustainability is profitability. Obviously, they have a concern for the environment and for productivity, so then it comes down to return on investment. The product that you are providing today, the product that you hope to provide in the future, will it cash flow compared to commercial uh, application of, of nutrients today? That's always the end result. That's the, the goal here. And uh, I'd say what, what I'd like to see uh, happen for every farm is that uh, the dollars spent on nitrogen today, a bigger and bigger share of that uh, is, is devoted to pivot products uh, as, as the foundation of a nitrogen management strategy. And the benefits, the return on, on that investment is it should become easier to manage that nitrogen. There should be fewer trips into the field to apply fertilizer. There should be uh, less stress that when a big rain comes through and might wash away fertilizer from the field, our microbes stay latched onto the roots of the the plant, continually producing that nitrogen and, and putting it directly in the plant. And ultimately, when you're sitting down trying to do the math of how much you need to apply to a field to be able to get that nitrogen into the crop, those two numbers are a lot closer together when you use pivot products because all of that nitrogen that, that's getting produced is ending up in the crop. And we're not taking more of that invested nitrogen 
uh, that typically would be uh, applied as fertilizer and seeing that leave the field and, and that, that investment not translating into uh, the potential for uh, a, a, a bountiful harvest every year. Well, Karsten, Timmy, we want to thank you very much for taking time to be with us on this edition of Open Mic. It's certainly an eye-opener to see how science may evolve the producer's ability to grow more with less and protect the environment as well. Uh, this is Open Mic, and today you have the last word, sir. I really value an opportunity to, to talk about nitrogen. It's something that I think is is core to the foundation of our agricultural system, the, the health of our soils, the uh, the consistency and dependability of uh, food security. And, and I think that as we look at making sure our operations are profitable, then they can get passed down to the next generation, and, and that ultimately we've got a, a strong and healthy planet um, around us. Uh, hopefully, Pivot can be part of that, that path forward. And we'd like to continue uh, a dialogue with anybody interested in, in the, the role nitrogen plays in that, that solution. Our thanks to Pivot Bio CEO Karsten Timmy, our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. Crop insurance, the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Nally.